3: Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.
4: Now back to 95.7 The Game. Fourth and final hour. John Dickinson, Dan DeFone, 888 957 Nine five seven zero. That is the phone number to give us a call or shoot us a text. Uh, keep it everybody updated on what's going on uh, in the world of sports. Obviously, Jordan Poole, the four-year $140 million contract extension. Through the 2026-27 20, season, $123 million of that reportedly guaranteed. Done deal, so Jordan Poole's going to be around uh, for the foreseeable future. Also, uh, keeping everybody updated on what's going on in Philly, the Phillies trying to eliminate the defending World Series champion Atlanta Braves They have a 4-2 lead, the Phillies do, in the bottom of the sixth now in Philadelphia. So the Phillies trying to oust as the the sixth seed, the number one seed uh, in the... Na- or, I'm sorry the number two seed in the National League but the defending champions and the one seed's on the on the hot seat tonight <laughs> that would be the LA Dodgers who could be eliminated down in San Diego after the Padres won game three and, and have now taken a two games to one lead in that series as well uh, so yeah a lot going on in baseball and the Mariners are about to play a, a home playoff game for the first time in 21 years up in, up in Seattle here coming up uh, top of this hour so a lot going on in the world of sports today Dan
5: yeah, it does. Not, you know, it's hard when you think about that San Diego Dodgers series. As much as I want to see the Dodgers get booted from this thing, but I have a hard time pulling for San Diego. Maybe it's just an NL West thing, but I don't have, I, I can't get on board with either one of those teams.
4: Yeah, if I'm, a, if I'm a Giants fan, I'm like, give me, I want the Dodgers out. Like, forget yeah, about it. Yeah. Like, to me, the Padres, I want the Dodgers and their 111 wins <laughs> to be completely wasted right, in, in, a, in a four game out like that's that would be the ultimate now it does tell you if you're the giants something that i think they already knew which is they got a long way to go to be at the level of either one of those teams to be to be perfectly honest and it would maybe sting a little bit that the padres with whatever they had what 88 87 88 89 wins somewhere in there they're able to do to the Dodgers if they can win one more game what the Giants could not do to the Dodgers when they actually were the the slight favorite last year uh, in in the wild card ra- or in this round the division series round so uh, it, you know that I think that would leave maybe a little bit of a bad taste but I know Bob Melvin's highly thought of former Giant obviously former A's manager former Giant player from from back in the in the 80s uh, I think a lot of people around the Bay would be pretty happy to see Bob Melvin after all of the losing with the A's in the playoffs in this round to to be able to 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 be able to get a win and, and move
5: on. It just goes to show you, Major League Baseball, maybe unlike the other big sports, that when you're playing well towards the end of the season, we saw Atlanta, I think Atlanta won 88 games last year and they walked away with the World Series. So despite what it is that the Giants did a year ago and they're hunting seven wins and 111 for the Dodgers this year, doesn't mean anything. If you're not if you're not playing your best ball right now, which San Diego looks as though they've got, you know, they're heading in the right direction, got it in a, in, a, in a right space right now.
4: Yeah, no, and we'll see what happens. All of these series now coming fast and furious. No more off days, uh, even with the travel. No more off days for for any of these series. They're all going straight through uh, until the end. So we'll see Houston trying to sweep uh, the Mariners. The Phillies now just nine outs away from from knocking the defending champion Braves out of the equation and uh the uh Dodgers will see if they can survive tonight or whether the Braves move on to the league championship series potentially to to fade. Might might be Phillies and Padres in the NLCS Every, by, we all by that. eight by eight, nine o'clock, and then of course the Yankees and the and the uh, Guardians are going to play later this afternoon. That's been a, a terrific series now, which is, is tied at, at a game of peace as they shift from New York to to Cleveland. 888 uh, We continue to react to the, the Jordan Poole contract extension. The four years, $140 million, 123 guaranteed. Uh, the other part of the equation for the Warriors, as they now are just a couple of days away from beginning the season, it it was something that, that Clay Thompson said last night in the post game press conference and, and I was in there when he said it. You you look at, at Jonathan Kaminga last night, especially in the first half, you look at James Wiseman last night. Uh, but but let's hear what Clay had to say because the Warriors are trying to thread the needle and Clay talked about the mix
6: of young and old. I think it's great. I mean, you saw what JK did tonight. Dunk, that Doug that Al had was incredible his dish to wise i mean we're seeing the future right in front of our eyes and then to have his veterans around too i mean it's got to be the most unique mix of young talent mixed with old veterans that you possibly have ever seen and these aren't just decent young players these guys have incredible potential so it gets i think everybody excited
4: yeah the mixing of young and old is is really it is kind of unprecedented with the high-end talent and high draft pick talent and then the future Hall of Famers that are already on this roster that have the championship pedigree and the expanded reliance or dependence uh, of of those young players this year com- compared to last year is, is going to be on full display. Because I, I think they all are going to have opportunities to play and, and be pretty regular members of, of the Warriors rotation.
5: Well, it's the ideal situation if you think about it. I mean, every team in the NBA has to be envious of the Golden State Warriors, not because of Steph and Draymond and Clay and the fact that they won another championship, but it's the future going forward. You've got youth and you have veteran leadership and you want to tell, usually it's one or the other. Remember, we had to sort of pick a lane this time a year ago, essentially the conversation in the room was, all right, the Warriors are plug-and-play to win right now. The window is ajar to win an NBA championship. You can't keep Kaminga. You can't hang on to these kids. You can't rely on a James Weissman because there's too high level of an imbalance. Like, that perfect world is not applicable to winning right now in the NBA. And the Warriors disproved all of that. And and now you're seeing it, it, it actually works. And now, for a team that had as much depth as they did a year ago, I would... I would argue that they have as much, if not more so, potentially, depth going into this season, and namely, that's attributed to the youth. So, who thought that you could actually win an NBA championship and develop a young basketball team all at the same time?
4: Yeah, and and the Warriors are are proving what, I think, to your point, many thought they could not do, (laughs) because they already have one championship, and they're clearly going to be in the mix for another one, and we're now witnessing the development on a significant level not only of a guy like Jordan Poole who gets paid today for for his raised level of play over the last 18 months, but but James Wiseman looks like a completely different guy in terms of just a comfort level on the floor. And yeah, he he still fouls a little bit too much, and he's still maybe a, a work in progress at times on on the defensive end, but he's grown up a ton uh, on the court, and Moses Moody is somebody that I think is going to be in the Warriors rotation, and they're going to be dependent on him as, as kind of a glue guy from, from the jump. And Kaminga is a hell of a wild card player who who maybe is is behind Moody and Wiseman a little bit in terms of of the pecking order or the, or the rotation slots. If you're just listing everybody one through ten or one through eleven, but think of think of him as you know if if in the rotation, Jonathan Kaminga's eleven, which which I think you could make a case he is. That's a hell of an eleven to have on your on your roster. Somebody with that kind of talent.
5: Yeah, as a, getting back to James Wiseman. His, you can just see how things are now beginning to slow down. And again, I think it's the Warriors that are just putting him in, in the right situation, the right position. Just get in the dunker spot, maybe post up, uh, maybe catch on the break, but don't do too much and just be a big seven-footer who has all sorts of athleticism in a high ceiling where you can block shots. Uh, Not only block shots, but just simply have guys think twice, uh, knowing that you have a presence that's going to rim protect uh, down below. It's just something that, you know, somebody on the text line said, well, they had that with Andrew Bogut. Bogut was a remarkable passer and Bogut was pick and roll. And Bogut was a tremendous defender, but then, you know, it was essentially four on five. Offensively, You would just simply say, go stand in the corner and or I'll post up, but you know that I'm not going to shoot this thing, even though I might have a bunny from three feet away. It's entirely different with James Weissman. It's all about putbacks. It's about offensive rebounding. It's about the give and go. Whereas typically when you thought about, you know, a screen and roll with the Warriors, it was about setting a screen for the shooters. Well, now you have to... You have to concentrate and at least pay attention to the guy rolling to the hoop as being a threat who can finish as well.
4: Yeah, and that that opens up so many different things. I mean, I'm just looking at at this roster, and and the Warriors did finalize their their roster last night by uh, adding Ty Jerome and Anthony Lamb as their two. Two-way players. After they had let Quindary Weatherspoon and uh, Quinones go uh, the, the prior night, so they tied. Jerome and Anthony Lamb are the two two-way guys. The Warriors are going to begin the year with 14 on the main roster, plus the two two-way players. And you just look at the you look at the two deep and the three deep. And I mean, it's it's unbelievable when you look at. I mean, you just run through Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond, Looney. Your starting five, and and look, you want to quibble with me, you can. But I've got the next five is Pool, DiVincenzo, Moody, Wiseman, and Jamichael Green, and then and then you've got Kaminga as kind of that extra guy who's who's going to play, but but. Doesn't necessarily have to play because you've got other guys that that can play, uh, and then and then the youngins Patrick Baldwin Jr. and Ryan Rollins and and Iguodala, who is just kind of unaccounted for. Uh, you know, play play when you need him. Don't play him if you don't need him. But but he's around as, uh, as as an extra guy that that obviously they can they can rely on and depend on. And he's already already maybe paid for his contract just in the in the assistance to to helping everybody get through this Draymond pool situation. So. It is a deep team, the only thing I wonder, and I was talking to Steiny about this during the week, Matt Steinmetz, who hosts noon to three here at ninety five seven of the game are, are they a little too dependent on too many young players over the long haul to, to you know if you really are wanting to win a championship that 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 I do think is a is a fair question at this yeah, point
5: yeah I, I agree with you because the one thing that clay thompson said and the one word that sort of stood out to me was potential like this team has so much young potential that you know other teams are envious we've never i think he said we've never seen this before but the potential word becomes really key because the question now becomes how quickly can they get at least in the neighborhood of recognizing and fulfilling the potential just how far along are they I think JD becomes the question going forward. Just how much room of and just how much developing do they need before they can become reliant night in and night out as being that second unit.
4: Yeah, and, and I think you know ultimately this this year will be the the determining factor as it as it plays out. I mean it's the one thing we know for sure is it's going to be fascinating to watch because when they have everybody I think they're as good as anybody in, in the NBA, but when a player here, or a player there is out, and look, we're not talking catastrophic injury, uh, you know, or, or you know, missing huge chunks of a season or a whole season. If that happens to any your your big your big guys, you're you're in big trouble immediately. I don't think you know, there's no no way around that. But the the night in night out maneuverability over, hey, this guy needs a night off. Well, that that's basically how Jonathan Kaminga gets to play. You know, if one guy gets a night off, that means you're getting a lot more of Kaminga. Well, getting a lot more of Kaminga makes you pretty interesting on, on that night and pretty fun to watch on that night. Uh, or it gets you more of Moses Moody. Now, can you win enough consistently in the regular season playing those guys if you're down some of your your, your, your heavier hitters? Uh, you know, maybe maybe not. It remains to be seen, but. There aren't a lot of unwatchable players among the uh, among this Warriors group.
5: And getting back to your earlier point, last year while they had a young roster and these young players were contributing, but they weren't relied upon, I don't think, like they will be this year. Like last year, you're, essentially your second unit, you weren't heavily reliant on Jonathan Kaminga and Moody, it was a, it was gravy and it was a huge plus when they contributed, but they they weren't the significant role players, right? It was Porter, it was Bialitza, it was GP2, but this year it becomes how far have they come or how big of a step have they become because now you've removed the before-mentioned Bielitsas and the Porters, and now you've stepped onto the main stage. So can we put the ball in your hand in crucial moments of a close game, can you deliver in that sort of arena as opposed to being the backups to the backups, if that makes sense?
4: No, it, it does. I also think, you know, that's where you can count on Jordan Poole, his growth as somebody that's that's on that. That second unit, uh, Divincenzo. They they did. You know, DiVincenzo's a younger player, but he's a young vet, and I think he's somebody that's been. You know, he's played a lot of high high caliber basketball, whether it's in college or, or in his time with the Bucks. I know he was hurt uh, at, at the end of the year, but a part of their their team that, that won the championship. I've I've been impressed with him to this point. Jamichael Green is somebody that I think different type of player than Otto Porter, but I think Jamichael, Jamichael Green to me pencils as somebody that's that's going to be into the rotation. Like, I just, there's no, like, he's, I think he's in for sure. Uh, and, and, you know, Moses Moody is somebody that's just kind of a stabilizing force. I think he's in for sure. We'll see. But I do think if you start counting Poole as more of a veteran and DiVincenzo's a veteran and Jamichael Green's a veteran, they, they have, you know, maybe a little bit less of it than they did last year, but it's not like they're completely void of it either.
5: Yeah, and I, I'm with you with Jamichael. Green. This guy is just... You know, Jamichael Green, I don't know if you had a chance to watch this guy play, but not you specifically. I'm talking about Warrior fans just throughout his career. But he is, and I think he gets back to sort of maybe that the point I was trying to make, and if there's a void, you do have sort of that veteran stabilizing force in Jermichael Green. And and yeah, Jordan Poole now, and you could see it again, it's the preseason. So how much weight do you want to put into that? But Jordan Poole, as much as we highlight and applaud the James Weismans and the Jonathan Kamingas of the world of, of they just look as though they're slowing their game down a bit, and you could see the maturation, I would also apply that to Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole even looks as though... You know, he's grown a little bit between last year and this year. I I can recall, you know, how often he would puncture a defense or break down a defense, but then just sort of not know how to finish or get into these awkward moments where, you know, he was he was playing with his food too much. Right. There was too much movement. He wasn't very linear, just getting to the basket. And that, again, just what we've seen in the preseason, we haven't seen as much of that. So. You know, the development isn't only relegated to the youngsters who were rookies last year, but I think Jordan Poole has also made steps in the right direction. All right,
4: he's Dan Devone. I'm John Dickinson, 888-957-9570. That is the phone number to give us a call or shoot us a text as we are a couple of days away from... Opening night and the ring ceremony and and everything that's going to be going on as the Warriors look to move past the Draymond Green, Jordan Poole incident, Jordan Poole getting paid today, the contract extension, four years, $140 million in total money, four and 123 guaranteed, so $17 million in incentives over the deal. Where does that leave the Warriors with Draymond Green moving forward? Where does that leave the Warriors with Andrew Wiggins moving forward? Pool was the first box that, that needed to be checked. I know I've been on record consistently saying I would have paid – Jordan Poole, uh, not the kind of player that I would want feeling like he's got to chase something going into this year. I think that had the potential to be a little bit counterproductive beneath the surface surface if he felt he needed to be uh, attacking, trying to get a max deal or as much money as possible. To me, he's earned it. You give it to him. It makes sense in terms of the market. Tyler Hero set the market. You, you pay the guy and, and and you move forward. And it's the first box that needs to be checked. And you kind of adjust everything else from there. You see how things play out with Draymond. You see what the market is for Andrew Wiggins, and then you ultimately see where this team ends up. Are you are you still contending for championships? Do you come up a little bit short? And there's certain areas where you feel like you you need to improve. And and by the end of this year. Are there young players that that currently you think can you know, handle themselves in certain roles that that are able to expand said roles and, and to where you kind of know what you have projecting going forward? It's easy for a fan to say right now, Dan. Well, Kaminga's going to do this and take this spot, and Wiseman's going to do that and take that spot. Like, yeah, that that's the that may be the that That may be the uh you know the the plan if everything works uh- a, a, you know it, it's all lollipops and and candyland and everything else you know if everything works in the most positive view of the way things plan it out but but these guys have actually got to get out on the court and and earn it and show that they can be a replacement for for one of these players and and that has an opportunity to come to fruition as well
5: yeah, I think if the warriors are to run it back if they're to win another title, if they're to be a relevant and a good team as they're expected to be in the Western Conference this year, somebody has to hit. I, I think one of the one of the kids we're talking about, somebody has to splash. Whether it's Kaminga's coming out party, if he's the Jordan Poole of a year ago, if it's Moody, uh, somebody has to be beyond sort of expectations. Well, I think they'll all be improved, and I think you can rely on them to a certain degree. I would say that one of those kids, maybe somebody that's under the radar, has got to be a guy that is just going to sort of come out of nowhere and be a guy that's much further along than maybe a lot of of the so-called experts anticipated, including his own coach. That I don't think anybody saw Jordan Poole doing what it is that he did. But I think that that scenario would have to sort of present itself in order for the Warriors to be. And it's, there's a strong likelihood that that would take place. As it relates to, to the free agents, I'm one of those that believes that not feeding everybody can be, can be healthy. In other words, it's good Jordan Poole got locked up. I think that's sort of, you know, that was certainly something that you had to do. But I don't mind keeping, as it relates to Draymond Green, him being a little bit hungry because you didn't feed him, you didn't give him the contract, and he he didn't get the extension, that I I get the sense that he feels determined and he lives sort of in this world to prove people wrong. The fact that he's come back in in his best shape this year, and he said as much in his press conference, you are going to see the best version of... Of Draymond Green this year, I'm going to have an incredible season. And I think a lot of that is incentivized by the contract and the extension of the lag thereof. Let's
4: hear, you know what? Let's hear that that Draymond clip, because I actually had bookmarked that Draymond clip uh, for, from Thursday and as well. It was, it was along those lines, Thursday. You may be talking about one from the original, but but he was asked about just his production and, and motivation to produce this year. So here's what he said.
5: Yeah, I'm going to prove a lot of people wrong this year. I've been proving people wrong my whole life, so, you know, there's some added motivation, and not quite proving people wrong, because the same people that's talking now have been the same people that's talking forever, and they've been wrong the entire time. You know, then they just give new new hot takes about how uh, you can't do it this time, but never acknowledge the time that the, the million times that they said you couldn't do it and were wrong. So, not quite motivated by those people, but there are definitely some motivations that's been sparked by some people and I'm going to use that and I'm going to do exactly what I do when I'm motivated in a major way. And I think you and I both know what that is. So I'm looking forward to this year. It's going to be a fun year. Decipher that one for me, Dan. <laughs> I don't think we need to. There you go. Well, what do you think, J.D.? Yeah,
4: I mean, it's w- we'll see. I mean, I, I, I look, I, I think the Warriors... I can see where they're confident that they're going to get a high level of play from Draymond Green for this year. And then it may be time to call it a call it a call it a marriage or call it a relationship or however you ha- however you want to put it. But we'll see. Maybe they maybe they wind up running it back. 888 957 We'll run it back one more time uh, with Joe and the city coming up. Still time to sneak in some phone calls. We may even uh, get a few thoughts in on the Niner game, which has been displaced by the breaking news of the morning and afternoon. Jordan Poole extended by the Warriors.
1: We'll talk about it here on 95.7 The Game.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
3: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
4: Now back to 95.7 The Game final segment for us but not the final segment today as far as live and local goes on 95 7 the game keep it locked here into the two o'clock hour evan giddings alan styles they got you all the way up until six o'clock they'll be talking about the jordan pool extension they'll be talking about the 49ers and the falcons tomorrow morning as the niners look to go to four and two but we got full phone lines dan so let's get to it as promised 888 Joe in the City gets us tipped off here. Final segment on 95.7 The Game. What's going on, Joe?
6: Dan, JD, how are you? Good. Doing well. Good, good. Hey, uh, I want to go back to something I said before the break, which was uh, one of these Warriors role players stepping up to make a huge difference, which I, I disagree with, Uh Strongly, respectfully. You know, the NBA is a superstar driven league. Is it possible for guys to step up and have a, an outsized impact on their team? Of course. I think back to Desmond Bain uh, and his role with the Grizzlies, you know, there's other examples, but the Warriors are pretty crowded at the top. You know, for like someone like Kaminga or Moody to step up and be a true difference maker that results in, in you know, five plus wins on the season, that that I mean, Steph, Clay, Poole, Wiggins, uh, you know, he's going to have to step down a little bit. What I'm excited about and optimistic about is I think we're going to see really big things from Clay Thompson. And I was super excited watching the game last night, just seeing how confident he looks. I think, uh, you know, he his game is going to take a really big step forward off last year. And I'd look to something like Clay's success. As a lot more impactful uh, on the win-loss than someone like Moody or Kaminga's
4: success. Th- thanks for the call, Joe. Uh, Clay looked good last night, although, what, 15, 16 minutes, and they're going to be careful with his minutes here at the beginning of the year. And uh, Look, I'd be stunned, I said it earlier, if he plays back-to-backs at any point. Um, I'm not expecting greatness from clay thompson like he again he may get it but i'm not one of those that's been in the well automatically clay's just going to be significantly better than than he was uh last year in, in the time he might be but again i'm not counting on it i also will say this and i'm, I'm kind of rambling around a little bit but I, I think jordan Poole has the potential if he's a little bit better to be a role player that that can take on more of the load in the regular season at, at least. Like they're they're counting on him to really, I think, offset a lot of those nights where Clay and maybe Steph have to take the night off to be a big time scorer and playmaker.
5: Yeah, and also to the caller's point is that both things can be true, is that one of the backup players that I was referring to could have an impact or breakout season, and that doesn't mean that they're going to detract and or take away the minutes from a Steph, a Clay or a Draymond, and when I say a breakout, I don't mean that they're going to be the leading scorer on the team, but somebody that's going to exceed expectations. Robin in San Francisco, what's going on, Robin?
2: Hi, you guys. How are you? Did that guy just say that he didn't believe that that it's a star-driven league? And was he saying – I didn't quite catch it. Was he saying that the Warriors needed a
4: star? No, he was saying that that he thought the stars were going to make more of an impact. Like, he said it was going to be hard for a a younger role player to make a big impact because it's a star-driven league at the level that it is.
2: Uh Oh, I don't quite necessarily agree with that. You and the Warriors won in 2015. Hell, none of them were really stars, right? So maybe we're talking two different things. Listen, you guys, the reason why I called Dan is that Jordan Poole is an example of playing with a chip on your shoulder and earning the bag. Draymond Green plays with a chip on his shoulder that you would think after, what, 10, 11 years he wouldn't do. And I just want to put this out here. Um, race and none of that really has anything to do with it. But I do want to point out something. Also, African-American people, and I can speak to this because I'm African-American anybody out there. Um, We as a people are are struggling with people. And we, so so sometimes some of many of us, the only way we operate is from a survival mode with a chip. And I remember one time a boss said to me, a white lady, I I love this, she told me, she said, gee, you don't have to be defensive about everything, Robert. You don't have to take everything from approach that way in life. And it always made an impact on me. And when I hear Draymond, that's all I ever see for him, you know? And I remember my granny telling me once, you'd, you'd be all right if you get that chip off your shoulder because I don't owe you a damn thing, you know? And that's always what comes to my mind when I think of Draymond Green. He always has to operate from a space of defense. Being defensive and always operate from a place of I'm gonna prove y'all wrong, always from a place of I got this chip on my shoulder. And you know, it's just something there about it that just doesn't seem it just doesn't seem hot, it doesn't seem positive to me in that regard, okay. And I just want to put that out there that's my nickel in that dime. Peace out, you guys
4: thanks robin appreciate the call i mean it's it, it's a good thought and i mean draymond does always op- have to operate from that but it's it's why he's been so successful so it, it's to me it's hard to change when when that type of mentality is why you are who who you are and what you've become
5: yeah when you think about michael jordan and maybe this is an analogous but you know, jordan would always incentivize himself as to what it is that he had to do and 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 beat this particular player and or a particular team and always would motivate himself. I, I think to Robin's point that, yeah, maybe if we really and if the Warriors really did con, were concerned about his quote unquote mental health, I don't know if it's, that's an appropriate phrase, that maybe one day, maybe it's not his career, maybe it's post-career that he gets into a space where he doesn't have to live in that world where he always feels as though he's got to prove other people wrong.
4: Jose and Mountain View, 888 957 9570.
7: What's going on, Jose? Hey, man, not much. Hey, Thanks for taking my call. Dude, I love this. We're back to talking about the Warriors. I went to the game last night. Awesome experience. They didn't land hand, doesn't matter. I had the chance to see the guys play, and that's what counts, right? So so here's my thing, right? I'll, I'll try and be quick. I know we've got other calls, but right, I don't know what that guy was talking about beforehand about. There's too many stars at the top. Nowadays, you can never have enough firepower, man. And I know this one guy last year called and said, uh, who, "Who are we going to win this with? Are we going to have Gabe Payton Jr. win and, and do things for us? And are we going to have uh, uh, you know uh, Jordan Pool step in?" Well, lo and behold, who the hell stepped in? But those guys. So I'm looking forward to the next man up mentality because I think Kerr figured out when he was with the Bulls or with Popovich, hey man, it's a plug and play system. And when you get talent coming in like a Kalinga, like a Wiseman, especially like a Moody, you combine those guys with, the, with Clay, with Steph, or Steph and Poole, and you got yourself another really, really good lineup. So it's all about just those young players, when they have the chance to play, taking advantage of those minutes, and then you're going to see them grow and progress, just like JP did, and just like GP2 did along the course of the season. And before you know it, in those games against Minnesota, In those games against Charlotte, you're going to figure out, whoa, this is what they can do. And then they take it on against Denver and Utah and the Lakers and so on and so forth, right? So I'm excited to see those younger guys play because I think they're really going to make a huge difference. Thanks, man.
4: Thanks for the call. The one thing I'll say to that, Dan, is if if the Warriors do make a run and get to the conference finals, get to the NBA finals, win an NBA championship this season – we're gonna look back, and while you know Jonathan Kaminga may not at that point be a superstar, James Wiseman may not be, uh, you know, a star. We're gonna look back at all these guys, Moses Moody, and and there will be a bunch of individual games for all of them where we go wow those guys really helped the Warriors win this game or that game Hey, remember that game when Kaminga did this and really helped them win remember when Wiseman had this game and they beat them Moody did this wow like to me that that is how and it was the same thing last year with Otto Porter you could go through five or six games where it was like they don't win without Otto Porter five or six games they don't win without Gary Payton the second you know they don't win if Jordan Poole doesn't do this Th- those are the kinds of things that championship teams have which I I think are a lot more important than what's the guy's ceiling going to be and how quick and does he put up numbers or is he an all-star? Is he a future face of the franchise? Like that stuff doesn't really like that stuff's going to take care of itself or it isn't. It's the, it's the littler things that I think are going to be a little bit more important for these other players.
5: Yeah, and to my earlier point, I think that there will be one player, predominantly more than some of the others, that is going to be that guy that's going to save more games than maybe some of the, the other players are going to be relied on. And he could be one of these young guys that, that uh, right now is sort of flying under the radar.
4: Let's go to Juan and Vallejo, 888 Hey, Juan. Yeah. What's that?
6: Balls, Alabama. Yeah. Okay, roll.
8: Hey, Juan, you there? Oh, yeah, man. I'm here. I was doing door DoorDash. Sorry, J.D., man. I no, really want to tell you guys what's been pulling my fine hairs, man. You guys have been talking about it, and I'm glad you guys have been reaching it. But Jordan Poole just got $140 million to be what you guys have just said, a key role player. I am 30 years old, man. I've been watching the Warriors for the last 24 years, right? I've seen a bunch of iterations. He's not worth 140. Now, sure, like you said, all the all stars and faces of the franchise, that's going to work itself out. But these guys are getting paid for the work that the faces of the franchise have already done. Now, it's cool to come up and practice and say you can shoot with Steph and shoot with Clay in practice. But when the Chestnuts are on the open fire, my man, this guy doesn't show up. He had 50 games last year where he started. That's cool. You can kick a bunch of half court shots. That's cool. But we are far from the days where you got a free Chalupa for 100 points. And right now, he's a free Chalupa for 100 points type of warrior. He's not the kind of guy that takes us out of the dumps. He's a guy that, hey, man, if Steph doesn't have it, can you chip in for a little bit? Hey, man, if Clay doesn't have it, can you come in and be a hot streak shooter? I need more than that for $140 million. I understand why you get punched when you're sitting in practice yapping because you haven't done what it took to actually get people over the hump. You just coming in, being a wonderful light skinned front runner, and that's beautiful. I'm light skinned. All right, man. Thanks man. for the
4: call. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate the phone call. Uh, I look, look, man. Like they they need him in the role, and I like I, I'm a little. I'll say this. I am a little surprised at how overwhelmingly positive and for the contract. You know most warrior fans have been, but I also think a lot of warrior fans are thinking of it in the term of well, this guy's gonna be a star, and that's why they're paying him that way. I, the one thing I would say is not so fast on on that front and it but that doesn't mean he can't help him win another title in the role that he's in. Like I don't I don't view Jordan Poole as somebody that has to always be coming through in the in the in the big moment and and by the way, he did at times. So you know, I, I don't know. I think we get too caught up in that stuff.
5: And again, you just have to, not to always go back there, but you just have to see what it is that the market is dictating. So the numbers may sound astounding, but just the same player with the same capabilities and and the talent like that of a Jordan Poole five years from now is going to make exponentially more money. That's just sort of inflation as it relates to the NBA. So you can't get caught up in the dollars and cents when it relates to to Jordan Poole his role will be his role he's a sixth man and in terms of the pecking order as far as scoring the basketball well it's going to go through two or three other guys before it gets to you and i think he understands that
4: uh eight, eight, nine, five, seven, nine, five, seven, 0. final 8 to 10 minutes or so here on five seven. the game let's go uh, let's go to, who do we have here? Emmanuel in Dublin. What's going on, Emmanuel?
9: Hey, man, great show as always. Hey, uh, man, those are a bunch of interesting takes I heard the last few callers. I think, you know, they all have pretty pretty valid points. Real quick, um, over and under, I got the Warriors at 55. I think Vegas has them at 52. Um, are you guys going to do a weekend just NBA all show like you guys did a couple of years ago? I love those from like 9 a.m. to 11. Those are J.D., you guys bring it, man. Um, I can't wait for ring night. I w- can't wait to see what Charlie B., Charles Barkley, says um, pregame before that TNT show. I'm so excited to hear what he says about Draymond and what's going on. Um, i point out the obvious. Obviously, really can't wait to see the Memphis uh, matchup. Um, you know, all the other stuff's going to fall. But I'm curious about the, you know, Kaminga, Wise, and Moody. I, I'm a guy that you got to see a three-year track record, man. I, I mean, everybody gets to these guys up so quick. And they look like they're going to play the part, but I want to see it on a, on a regular basis. They're getting 14, 15 minutes per game. But um, last dance, um, J.D., like you said, who knows? Maybe you're right, man. But uh, great show like always, but I'll be tuned in all, all season long, man.
4: Yep. Thanks for the call. And yeah, Warriors this week will formally start uh, next week, and it's going to be ten to one. Whitey Gleason's going to be back doing that show. Although, I mean, we might as well, might as well just started it today, Dan. I, I feel like we started it today. I mean, we just, we've basically done four hours on the Warriors uh, since since ten o'clock. But yeah, it's going to be ten to one. And uh, and then yeah, maybe nine to one after football. Uh, we'll have to see about that. But I know we've got the 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 show with Boomer Asayson and and Valenti uh, talking football between now and until and, and January. So yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I think everybody's definitely excited that the the Warriors are are back and, and rolling. Let, let's get Roxanne in Oakland here uh, at eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Hey, Roxanne.
0: Um, I'm about to go and call the cops, so hopefully I won't lose you. I was just calling because a woman was saying about JP. I'm
4: like, uh, I'm so disappointed to hear that because it just sounded like hate. Um, For I'm, what? Wait wait wait, 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 Roxanne, what? Help, help me out. What? What did you not like? I, I didn't. I missed you there.
0: Um, just that he was saying that JP is not worth it, the money. It's like, are you going to doubt the Warriors who will been a winner, <clears throat> in a winning team for so long? And every time Jordan Poole came in, like, he was on. That's hard to do, you know? Even, like, sometimes a Steph. The step sometimes is off. I mean, he's a great player. Sometimes, you know, Thompson the same thing. But Jordan Poole, every time he went in last year. He was on, and I I believe that's hard to do as a professional player. So I believe he's worth the money. I mean, the Warriors now have a lot of money, right? And so they're making a smart decision. So when you are, you know, I'm really sad for Draymond, but Draymond, hopefully, I don't know, hopefully this is his last lesson because he's an adult now. So I'm just sad for him because I like him. I like what he does for the team. Um, and, and, and I relate to, to Draymond as well because I'm an emotional person but that has gotten me in some serious issues, you know and sometimes you need help, you need that therapy you need that, you know but it, it could be for things from his background who he is um, sure. so I just think, you know I'm glad the way they're responding I'm glad that the team is, you know, behind if Draymond is here one year or more years I would love to see Draymond retire from the Warriors, but that's for the Warriors to decide. You know, I trust them as a as a unit, as a team, as human beings, and I just have nothing but positivity towards them. And I hope, I think they're figuring it out. Because yesterday at the game, I felt like I felt like they were still a little rusty, but they were, you know, they were kind of like themselves again. So,
4: thank you. This is my first. Thanks, Roxanne. Good, good stuff. Good good stuff, Roxanne. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Final final three or four minutes here on ninety-five seven the game, John Dickinson and Dan Devone, as uh, we get you up until two o'clock. Keep it keep it locked here on ninety-five seven the game, Evan Giddings and Alan Styles gonna roll on into the afternoon here from from two until six. So we'll keep the the conversation going. A lot of people on the text line, uh, not worried about the youth. Uh, you know, Wiseman will break out. The Warriors can rely on the young guys. I guess my point is the the young guys are gonna play. Like I've got Moody in the rotation. I've got Wiseman in the rotation. I've got Kaminga, you know, being in and out of the rotation, kind of depending upon the the night, but but able to to play and fill in. If anybody's out, he's in. Uh, these guys are gonna play. I, I just think there's i guess the one thing i would say is let's just slow our roll for now on the next you know steph clay dre (laughs) you know i just i think i think warrior fans get a little too caught up in the next you know hall of fame multi-championship winning group like that just doesn't automatically happen
5: yeah and hate to break this to you dub nation but there's a high probability that's not going to happen ever again. What you're witnessing right now is sort of the perfect storm. Stars were aligned. But to expect that with this new group, it's just not going to happen. And that's not an indictment that these guys aren't good. It's just how special, what it is that we've witnessed with those three.
4: No doubt. A couple quick thoughts on the Niner game tomorrow. We haven't spent any time on it. It is kind of a – it's one of those games that, that falls into the, the should win category for for san francisco but how do, how do you see that one shaking out tomorrow in atlanta
5: well it's the injuries it's just can they stem the tide can they get through this and get some bodies back i think it's going to catch up to them at some point can you continue to win games missing that many guys essentially your entire defensive front missing as many guys on the back seven especially for a team like that of atlanta that they yeah they've had problems but they're third in the nfl and rushing the football just how many injuries can you sustain and continue to be good for the Niners?
4: Yeah, and, and I think, and you look at some of the roster moves today, Javon Kinlaw goes on injured reserve. He wasn't going to play uh, in the game in Atlanta. Manuel Mosley officially goes on injured reserve. His season obviously over, and the 49ers activating Dante Johnson and, and Willie Sneed for tomorrow's game as their two designations to come up from from the practice squad. Uh, Curtis Robinson, the linebacker, also comes back from injured reserve to, to join the club as well. Uh, but yeah, they are depleted on on the defensive line, and the Falcons can run the football. And the Falcons have been able to hang in games for the most part this year. So the Niners are a little bit vulnerable, I think, to what has plagued them at times, which is you know m- some missed opportunities, and and they've they've allowed teams to hang in games. And the one thing Atlanta has done well is hang in games. But I'm still of the belief, Dan, that that you know you got to go figure out a way to win the game, however the hell you got to you, you know, figure out how to win the game. And if you're 4-2, and two, all told, you're in a pretty good spot with Kansas City coming in next week.
5: Yeah, I'm with you. It doesn't matter how you get it done. Just get to 4-2 and two and wait for some bodies to come back, and you'll, you'll be okay.
4: All right, for Devone, I'm JD. Thanks to, to uh, Cam Williams uh, as well. Evan Giddings. And Alan Styles, they're coming up next. Keep it locked right here. You're home for Golden State Warriors basketball. It's 95 7 the game.
3: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H track, all wheel drive, and three row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe.